If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. This is an ode to Napa cabbage. Of all the cabbages on all the cabbage farms, only you have the crisp crunch worthy of our Bibigo Korean dumplings. No other cabbage would do, because no other cabbage tastes like you. We love you, Napa Cabbage. Just don't tell Green Onion. Napa Cabbage, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every hearty, flavorful Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. On this episode of Confessions of a Marketer, we're telling an authentic story. Welcome back to Confessions of a Marketer. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. We have Matt Solari, Creative Director at BRC Imagination Arts here to talk about telling an authentic story. We'll get to that chat shortly. In the weeks ahead, Peter Horst will be on to discuss marketing in the age of fake news. And next week, Duncan Chappell will be back here to discuss PR agencies and how they can boost analyst relations. Lots more in store, so do stay tuned. On to Matt Solari. We're all about authenticity these days. We started the season with Beth Comstock and her honest stories about her life and career. We talked about empathy with Scott Monty last week, and we hit on it a lot in the early episodes of Confessions of a Marketer. So we're continuing that theme today. Matt is creative director at BRC Imagination Arts, a leading experience design and production agency. Matt's worked with some great brands and tells some stories about creating authentic experiences for Jameson and NASA. Let's get to it. Matt Solari, it's great to have you on the podcast. Welcome to Confessions of a Marketer. Thank you for having me. So there's an old saying that goes, authenticity is the thing. Once you've got that faked, you're all set. What is the secret to telling authentic stories? Oh, that's a good question. First, I'm going to let me start off by just by giving you a little idea of like who we are and what we do and, and why authenticity is, is important to the work that we do for sure. uh, in telling stories. So I work with BRC Imagination Arts, and we're an experience design agency, and we create uh, emotionally transformative experiences uh, that connect people to brands or cultural institutions or stories. And with the organizations and brands that we work with, what we find is that audiences are really craving authentic experiences, that they want to be a part of a, a narrative that uh, connects with their own um, deep values and stories as well. And that's why I think that uh, authenticity is so important. Uh, one of the things that we have pioneered over the past several years, this is idea of like, a, like when working with brands, this idea of a brand home. Mm -hmm. And 
What sets a brand home apart from, say, a flagship store, things like that, is its commitment to authenticity. A brand home is sort of the, the spiritual home of the brand or the story. For example, like we, we, we did some work with uh, Jameson for their distillery in Bow Street in, in Dublin. And they could do any kind of experience that they want anywhere in the world. But this is the authentic place where the Jameson story began. It's hollowed ground. This is them inviting people into their home to experience their story, to learn about the story of John Jameson and and how he built this place and really from the ground up and bringing these stories out in an authentic way that can connect with the audience coming through the door. So a client comes to you and is looking to get their story told. How do you advise them uh, to get started? Where should they look? Where should they start to get this going? Oh, that's, yeah, I think where, where we begin with first is you want to bring a bunch of people around the table and, and a cr- sort of cross-disciplinary team, uh, not just your marketing department or your executives, but really you, you want to look at the, at the experience you want to create from a wide variety of perspectives. You know, a lot of times um, brands and, and corporations have in-house historians and curators who keep the history of the organization. You want them at the table. You potentially want to have people, especially if, if this is going to be a, a, a destination attraction, you'll want to have people from the local tourism community there or people that are offering attractions to their guests when they come to town. So you want to bring as many voices as possible around the table. And, and, and then you begin with really setting your foundation. You have to figure out why you're doing this in the first place. This isn't like going into a, a, a store and picking a widget off the shelf. When you create a brand experience, these sort of brand homes, you're crafting these things as unique, bespoke, story-driven experiences. Mm. So you want to figure out why you're doing it. What, you know, uh, what is it? Yogi Berra that says, if you don't know where you're going, you're liable to end up someplace else. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, so you figure out as a group, you know, what are your KPIs from a business perspective that you want to achieve? You know, does this thing need to make money? You also want to figure out predominantly what is the effect that you want to have on your audience? What is the change you want to bring about in your audience? Is it fostering a deeper emotional connection with the brand itself, but in an authentic way, right? Not just, I like to buy this product, but that they really deeply identify with the story and heritage of the brand, and it reflects their values as well. And once you've, figuring those things out really sets the foundation for the entire project. They become the foundation that you build everything on. And the, the North Star, that if you start to lose your way as you go through this process, you always go back to those foundational ideas and your objectives and bring you back to where you need to go. Do you find that there's a disconnect often between the reality of the authentic story and the aspiration or of what they think they are? Oh, yes, absolutely. Some brands are better at this than others. And we go into each situation completely agnostic. You know, we, we really just we try to listen and, and hear what they have to say. But oftentimes um, what you get is they have a lot of things they want to say, 
And what they really need to be engaging in is a two-way conversation with their guests. You know, we have a saying that a need to tell on your part does not equal a need to hear on my part. Yeah. So you got to, you know, so yeah, yeah. You, you get, yeah. So you got to, you got to really be humble um, when you're going into this because it's really the end of the day about your guest. This is a hospitality experience. You're welcoming them into this authentic home that you're creating. So you really want to think about what's going to interest them. Where are they at when they come through the door? Start there and build up from there and talk about the things that resonate with your guest. And the rest will follow because the idea here is to light a fire, not to fill a bucket, right? Yeah. And, and so that's where the dissonance question comes in. COVID-19 patients need your help. If you fully recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have the antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients recover. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today to schedule an appointment to donate blood. That's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T torg Help save lives and schedule your appointment at Vitalant.org. You could help save lives. So I, I, that leads to my next question conveniently. So what are the mistakes that, that companies make when they're telling stories in kind of an attempt to sound authentic? Do they come off as inauthentic? Yeah, I, I think in there also in this potential pitfalls lies the opportunity. And, and one of the things that is briefly touched on was this idea of two-way conversations. You really, instead of it being this one-way flow of information and facts and aren't we cool it really needs to be two-way it needs to be participatory with your guests and with your audience again working kind of like with the, the jameson distillery here it's an opportunity to create a place for friends and family and strangers to come together and experience something together and and there's also authenticity in that as well about bringing people together um, and creating memories that last. Uh, and in that process, you're also creating a deeper emotional connection with your brand and with your story. One of my things that I, I love the most is when people walk out of one of the experiences that we're creating and they'll say, uh, like, here's an example. We also do this for museums. The Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library Museum is, is one that we work on that pioneered this idea of experiential museums. Yeah. And people walk out of that saying, I didn't know that I was a fan of Lincoln before I walked into this museum, but walking out now, I know that I am. And you can say the same thing about a brand. You know, I was a casual drinker of Jameson before I went in, but I walked out. I really felt like <laughs> I felt like we had a connection, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and yeah. you want to keep that connection alive. Yeah. And it's all it's all about telling a story that people can can relate to and can get involved in themselves. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, we see this more and more today, too. It really is the the culmination or the fruition of the experience economy. You know, people today would much rather spend money on experiences, things that maybe, you know, not even trivial, that really uh, connect them to themselves to the brand to their friends to their family remind us of our our better nature right and these kinds of these kinds of experiences that remind guests of you know that in the story of of um uh jameson i mean it's an underdog story you know what he did and and that resonates with a lot of people who are trying to find their way 
and have an idea that they're trying to get off the ground. And that's, that's, there's power in almost every brand has a story like that. Right. And if you can bring that out and connect it with your guests and say, hey, look, we started just like you. you know, we had an idea as well. Look where we are today. We want to share this with you. And there's real power in that. When you're telling a story, whether you're uh, you know, doing it on a phone call or you're doing it in uh, an exhibit at you know, something like the Jameson um, story you were talking about, does it all come down to having empathy for the guest or the person who's doing the experiencing? In a way, you know, I would I would actually refine that and say, you know, you've heard me talk repeatedly about this idea of connection. Yeah. And I would say it really comes down to even more so than empathy is about connecting, connecting, you know, don't tell me what is new. Tell me what is never old. Right. And that 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 saying as well is consistent here. What are universal feelings and dreams and goals that we all have? And if you can connect those guest to guest, guest to brand guests to museum. And that's the way to do it. You know, one of my favorite stories, it's, it's when you do these experiences, it's sometimes hard to gauge the emotional follow-on results of what you do. But years ago, you know, we've done a lot of work with NASA over the years. And they came to us and they said, look, you know, we're having a hard time uh, with our workforce. Our workforce is aging and we're losing people of interest in space exploration. You know, back in the day when we first put man on the moon, the average age of a NASA employee was 27 years old. And uh, not too long ago, it was about 50. So they realized they had a problem. It's like, how are we going to emotionally engage people with our mission and, and, and the business that we have here? So we helped them create experiences to really get people excited about the future of space exploration. And on one of them, I really wanted to find out what young people today were really interested in. And there was this, this presentation that we had gotten wind of, and it was these young NASA scientists and engineers that were really causing a ruckus because they were calling the NASA guard to the mat for saying, hey, look, you're ignoring us and you're not taking advantage of our passion here. So we brought them to our studio and said, tell us your story, tell us what your experience is. And I said, what got you all interested in NASA? And pretty much all the guys had the same story. Oh, I love Star Wars, I love Star Trek. And this one young woman said, when I was a little girl, I went to Space Center Houston. So she walks in with her mom and she says, I'm coming back here to work one day. And I just looked at her and I said, you're kidding. Yeah. She says, no. And I said, you know that that's our experience. We built that. And <laughs> we were both floored that here was actually somebody whose life was changed by an experience that she had that we helped craft on the part of NASA. And that's a direct example of the power of emotional storytelling that's great yeah you know i think what it underscores for me and hopefully for the listeners who may be you know in a b2b business or a b2c business whatever it is that it's about the experience that the consumer has with your brand and it's a visceral experience it is it's about people you know, and you never want to forget that at the heart of all this, it's about people. And when you create these experiences, the way that you want to engage them is you, you want to create a sense of magic. You know, you want to surprise and delight them. You want to engage all their senses. You want to give them exceptional hospitality because really at the end of the day, you're saying, this is for you, you know, and, and I, and it, it works like a charm, you know, it's, when that what's create an exceptional experience versus one that is, you know, like we were talking about, one that's more one-sided. Right. You know, the brand wants to tell you something, but really, you know, creates begins with 
people-centered stories, hospitality, a sense of magic and delight and wonder, and emotional engagement. You talked about NASA and Jameson. Do you have any other stories uh, or case studies of clients you've worked with and helped become more authentic? Yeah, yeah, we have lots of them. You know, um, there's there's two really interesting examples. One of them has to do with a, a museum, and one is with a brand. And and I and I I almost don't put a distinction between the two because in today's day and age, museums need to function like entrepreneurs and like brands as well. They have a story to tell, and they need to they need to blast through all the clutter out there. One of them is my favorite. Is we've been hired by the Barnum Museum mm. in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Now, P.T. Barnum is a, you know, a misunderstood icon of America. He invented the idea of modern marketing and PR. Sure. He invented modern entertainment. He invented the modern museum. And he was a community benefactor and, and father. He believed in giving back. And before he died, he had designed his last building, which is where the museum exists in Bridgeport. They were hit by a tornado and hurricanes, and they kind of got knocked out of business. So the museum director said, let's take advantage of this opportunity, like Barnum would, to turn a disaster into an opportunity here. So really it's an opportunity to, to tell the story of an American icon, and we're revisioning this with them right now to turn what was a traditional museum into an experience. I mean, and all we have to do is ask, what would Barnum do? And that kind of gives us all the fuel that we need to bring entertainment and hospitality to this. And a second will be with Ford. We do a lot of work with uh, Ford as well. And they wanted to do an experience around their F-150 truck. Right. So we created this experience at the Ford Rouge factory in Dearborn, Michigan, that combines, you know, begins with this idea of of uh, they go out asking their customers what they want. You know, what are some of the innovations they'd love to see? And then we get to see that all being laid into this really dynamic theatrical experience that basically says, yeah, we listen to you. This is for you. And then out comes this really magical experience and, and the new F-150 truck and it's it's a it's a wonderful experience. Those are two right there that I just love. That's wonderful, Matthew. This has been a great discussion, and it's really kind of eye opening about how uh, experiences can be transformed by authenticity by telling your real story. And every brand has a story to tell. You just got to find it. Well, thanks very much for being on Confessions of a Marketer. It was a really fun chat. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks to Matt for being here. It's all about authenticity, really, isn't it? Next week, Duncan Chapel is back with us to talk about how PR agencies can boost analyst relations. And in two weeks, Peter Horst will be in to talk about marketing in the fake news era. Both of these episodes are in the can, and they're really fascinating discussions. I hope you can join us. So stay tuned for that and more right here on Confessions of a Marketer. This episode of Confessions of a Marketer was written, produced, and edited by yours truly. T. Jordan of A-Class Productions wrote the theme music. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Reed Edwards Global Inc., and this episode is copyright 2018. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time. You've never tried to eyeball six feet as often as you do now. You wear a mask, you wash your hands, and you've stayed within the walls of your apartment for more hours than you care to add up. 
but unless you live in a smoke-free building, you're not exactly home-free. Secondhand smoke drifting through the cracks in walls or sink drains carries toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. And right now, lung health is key. Go to tobaccofreeca.com to learn how to stay safe.